Hello everyone and welcome to day 28 of the Lockdown Diaries. Wow! Every time I say a number it shocks me, like I can't believe that we're at that number. 28 days and we're still here. When's he doing his little announcement thing? Like I'm just at the stage now where I'm like, I need to know what's going on. And I know we shouldn't be looking forward. I know we should be living in the present and all of that shit. But come on. Come on. Um, sorry. I've had a wine, if you can tell. Are you allowed a wine on a Wednesday? I just never know. Like, in the summer lockdown, I was drinking so much that I kind of said, okay, no, next time this happens, it can't be every night's a party. Because otherwise, you're just never going to, like, be able to get back to normal life and, like, wake up and you know, actually, like, do adult things and not feel a bit gropey every day. Um, but it's Wednesday, it's been a long week already and we're only halfway there. I say halfway, oh god, excuse me. Once you're over the hump of Wednesday, then you're, like, more than halfway, aren't you? Like, Thursday, I don't work Friday, it's just gonna rub that in and keep reiterating that. It's not necessarily a good thing because I had my pay cut, so, you know. Swings and roundabouts, people. Swings and roundabouts is all I'm saying. The grass isn't always greener. Um, this morning, I did Joe Wicks. He was trying to get me to do jumping lunges. And I thought, you know what, Joe? You think you're funny, but I don't find it funny. I'm on my period. I'm knackered. And I don't want to jump between lunch to lunch. Lunging normally is enough. I don't need to be jumping between the two. Anyway, then I went on a bit of a walk, but it was so fucking slippy. It wasn't very enjoyable, to be honest. Um, work today was fine, good, actually. I kind of had a bit of a stressful morning, and then I just had a nice lunchtime walk, shook it off, came home, had a carrot and some hummus. My fridge was so empty, I can't even tell you. Don't worry, I did do this shot, but we'll get to that later. Um... I then had a really good call, which was full of really exciting women, really exciting conversations. Um, I'll give you a little inkling. So I've been having a lot of conversations recently, actually, about sex, because I suppose, although I've always spoken quite openly about my sex life, I have been single for, I guess, like, I was single for five years, maybe even longer. Who knows? Who's counting? <laughs> Me. Um... And although you have a sex life in that time, I found that a lot of it was exploring myself, my own sexuality, what I did and didn't like, but not necessarily in a safe space. So I was experimenting with that, but with one night stands or with people that I was kind of revisiting or through masturbation, which I think probably is the best way to learn and to get to know yourself but when it then comes to transitioning that into a safe loving environment when you have a partner and you're being you know reciprocal and you're energy sharing and you're both experiencing your sex together it's like a whole different ball game um so it's been on my mind a lot recently like just thinking about how much I've grown and like how my sex life impacts me like mentally and how it can be beneficial how it can be really detrimental when it's bad um and we were kind of talking about this link between you know women feeling a lot of shame to do with sex but also men not having the 
the want or the desire to explore their own sexuality because they think it's really straightforward they think their sex is just you know wank and come vibes but actually men have multiple orgasms that they can experience and they have loads of destinations to get through in their bodies as do women um so although we think that men you know have it easy and they just come and then it's great it's like actually do they because they don't have the curiosity that once we're freed of our inhibition and our shame we definitely have because we know that we can experience cervical orgasm from our g-spot penetration clitoral orgasm full body orgasm all of this stuff and it's so interesting when you start to think about it and when you look at sex as like a spiritual practice spiritual maybe is a bit of a woo-woo word of saying it but you know like a mind body soul coming together and experiencing something kind of magical like when you actually break it down and you think about like what your body can do and that like driving force that life force it's pretty fucking powerful and I was kind of talking a bit about how our generation I feel have had the struggle kind of removed from us so I think the generation before us is still quite guarded with their sex life still struggles to speak about it ask for what they want whereas we're like 20 something coming through and we're we've got the vocabulary we don't look at porn and think that's what I should look like or that's what sex is because we know it's not like I think we're just all a bit more primal we're dirtier we're more open we have conversations we ask about what's normal and what's not normal and I think it's really refreshing um oh got on a big spiel there about sex i've got to plug my laptop in because it's died it's been so bored by me chatting away um oh christ gonna have to put my wine down that's the problem here do you know what i could cut this bit but i think keep it going keep the flow keep the momentum Why? right we're back um anyway i'd highly recommend rec women recommend the karma app by the way i'm not as drunk as i'm coming across <laughs> i've had one and a half glasses of wine i'm not like <laughs> incapable of speaking the english language anymore although i appear to be i think my tongue's just got a bit too big for my mouth um yes karma app men women boys girls people everywhere of all ages download it have a look do some meditative masturbation you'll really enjoy it um then I went to Lidl the big fucking shop it was very exciting I had no food in the fridge as I said so I had to go Holly gave me a list and I forgot almost everything on it so I'm gonna have to go to the shop again in the morning I'll tell you how I do that or why I do it like I took the list with me I just didn't even look at it I was a bit distracted I was on the phone to Faye I was chatting to her um I was just putting all sorts in my basket, getting unbelievably excited. I'm on my period. You shouldn't really be down a chocolate aisle when you're on your period. It's really risky games. Then I was down the red wine aisle and I was getting really excited, as you can probably tell. Anyway, came home, um, cooked. I wish I could tell you what I did, but I can't really because it's to do with my uh, my ingenious valentine's day present which is honestly in theory so good and in execution horrific <laughs> i can't wait to tell you and i can't 
I say ban him from listening, and I know he will though, so I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, and I've also been writing love letters all day to my friends and family because this year I am spreading the fucking love. Like, I'm gonna give letters to everyone. I don't even care if I don't know you. I might just write random letters and just post them through letterboxes. I think everyone this year needs a bit of extra love. Like, as I've said, that doesn't have to be in the form of chocolates and flowers. It just has to be in the form of expression, I think. Um, in other news, bodily news my hair isn't very ginger anymore and I'm so sad about it I mean it still is but it's I can see the blonde coming through and it's like do you just go again with the box dye like what's the rule on that is my hair just gonna start falling out because I've really become accustomed to my ginger identity and I'm not ready to be blonde again yet gonna have to figure that out I think um my soul's feeling good god clearly I'm knackered must have really hit me today Holes and I did have a bit of a chat about how, you know, the realism is setting in of like, once you let go of the fact that this might end, like, of course it will end. But I think there's a lot of people that think, oh, yeah, well, once I'm out of lockdown, I'll be the, I can do this again. But it's like, will we ever be out of lockdown? We'll definitely be in a form of it for a while. And I think actually that feels bleak. But once you accept it, it's when you can kind of free yourself of the judgment, free yourself of the fear and just know that this will end up being no different than flu. You know, we've had outbreaks like this before. We'll have outbreaks like this again. And you have to just be able to live normal life. I'm so sorry. I've yawned the whole way through this. I'm embarrassed. I can't believe it. What time is it? 20 past nine it's embarrassing that I'm so tired but can I tell you it's not my fault it's fucking Brad upstairs and like any advice for how to tell a noisy neighbor to shut the fuck up is much appreciated his alarm went off at 3 45 this morning and I could hear his alarm like that's how loud it is it was like an alarm in my bedroom and it's just getting to the point now where I think do you know what Brad I'm gonna come up there I'm gonna take that alarm I'm gonna shove it up thank you so much for listening day 28 can't believe it we're doing so well even the fact that you know we're still here we're still engaging what more could you really want i'm also thinking as a side note of getting some guests on to tell me about their lockdown days so if you've been listening from the start and you would like to be a guest then can you please drop your name your deets in the comments um most of you will be my family and friends i will know you i will be calling on you whether you like it or not but if you're not and you're a stranger danger and you would like to feature then please let me know i would love that um and all of the rest of you can expect a zoom invite from me imminently thanks for listening see you on the flip side bye